0: Hello, everybody. Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast from Marketing Motivations. And I'm just struggling with this title that I've come up with maybe a few weeks ago, Marketing Motivations. Uh, I, I guess I'm... I don't know if it matches with what I'm pontificating. You know, I'm, I'm really maybe marketing some quotations. <laughs> that, that's probably more like it anyway. But again, we can get, you know, strung out on the title of the book or what's actually in the book. You know, what would you rather have? A lousy title or a lousy book? Preferably neither, right? But if you had to choose one, I think we'd rather go with a title. We we tend to spend so much time on, you know, the outside. It's really what's on the inside. And I'm speaking figuratively and literally. Uh, But even with us, when it comes to uh, perfection comes to success and uh, perseverance and consistency, you know, we search sometimes for the exterior answers when in fact they're really right within ourselves in the sense that we can do and accomplish anything that we put our minds to. And I would say our minds are internal, you know, and we get so caught up in, you know, the worldly atmosphere, the uh, societal view of, of things. And we have to put that aside. We really do um, stick close to your faith, to your God to your abilities, and and, and move forward. Sometimes you yearn for the success of someone else more than they do for themselves. It's happened to me um, often, you know, mentoring uh, a troubled youth, Counseling a person looking for a significant relationship, uh, helping someone uh, with a particular task. A lot of times, folks will just, you know, go through the motions. If any of you have seen the movie Rocky III, you know he kind of went through that uh, after beating Apollo Creed, and then he had a bunch of, you know, cupcake contests, and they weren't any real challenges. and And when he found out about that, he was just so dismayed. And he really couldn't prepare himself for the next challenge, which was Clubber Lang, or Mr. T, as you all may recall. And he had to come to grips with that, with the exterior problems of his manager dying, uh, with the um, relationship he had with his wife, And her not wanting him to go on and to do this to his body physically. Um, And his new trainer, you know, Apollo Creed, of all people, trying to get him to see what Apollo sees in Rocky. And sometimes people see more in us than we see in ourselves. And that's a fact. It's a dismal fact, but it's a fact. And we need to see what God sees in us, even if it's a a smidgen, because a smidgen will make us a hundred times better than we are now, and you have to believe that. But we have to want it, number one, but we also have to act upon it. We have to go after it. I kind of like the fact of just having to want it. (laughs) That's good enough for me, but no, we have to act upon it. We have to do tasks that will get us to where we want to go. Whatever it may be, you know, career wise, uh, relationship wise, um, Our physical well being, our mental well being, you know, and with our mental well being, that's, you know, self confidence, uh, that is, you know, self esteem, all of that. You know, God calls us to love all, including our enemies, as well as. Our teenage children. Uh, case in point today when I heard the quote, um, I summarized it for you in what I just said, but we need to love everybody. And, and again, that's very difficult, especially when someone has wronged you. But I was kind of on the high and mighty in thinking about, um, you know, my former boss who, you know, fired me, kicked me to the curb a couple of years ago. I, and, and I have no ill will, or regrets because I know there's something better for me and I know I have to go after it. Uh, it's just finding out what it is. And, and I think I'm, you know, locking in to, to to that. And once I do, there'll be another thing to go after and another thing that's kind of the MSI, multiple sources of income, you know, but aside from that, getting back to the loving aspect, I truly was on a high horse this morning. I'm like, I love everybody. You know, I love my family. I I love my, you know, adversaries. And then I got a phone call. This is so-and-so at so-and-so address. I found your son's wallet, I believe. I said, uh, I'm assuming John Paul. She's like, bingo, that's him. I have a student ID here. She's like, there's no money in the wallet. I said, well, that's because you stole it. <laughs> I think she thought I was serious. She's well, like, well, then I'm just going to go place the wallet back where I found it. He said, thank you very much uh, for, for for being honest and for getting the wallet. I said, I will certainly um, be there to pick it up. And my son was still sleeping, and my wife's like, you know something? He came home, you know, impaired last night. Who knows where they were, and... And I I bet you had all $300 in that wallet. I said, what do you mean all $300? She's like, that's his Christmas money. He had all in his wallet. I said, oh, dear God. Turns out he had 100 bucks in that wallet. That's gone. But his credit card, his debit card, and all that other stuff is there. But it just infuriated me. And uh, I got to speak with him. uh, And he was noticeably irritable because my wife already went up there and kind of read on the riot act. So I gave it a bit, and he was downstairs, and I came upstairs to see him. And I got into it with him. And again, the way the accusatory action of a parent is not always the best, you know, the best fit. But what really irritated me was his lack of remorse or caring of the situation. And he was dropping F-bombs and swears. And I'm like, who are you talking to right now? You know, like he's uh, some kind of gangster. And I tried to keep my cool, but we're basically yelling back and forth. And once he became more disrespectful, I just wanted to slug him. But what was that going to do? In all seriousness, you know what I mean? Is he going to be like, oh, gee, sorry, Dad. You're right, you know? But he's like, it's just a wallet. You know, you found it. I lost the money. So be it. And I said to him, I said, you're missing the point. It's the situation around the wallet, you know? What were you doing to lose the wallet? Were you that gone that you you didn't know that you dropped your wallet or... You know, going bananas? What was, you know, what was happening? And and he wasn't listening to me. He was zoning me out. And, and and my point is, on this whole thing, it's what are we doing with our lives? You know, I said to him, I said, JP, you got three tickets, you know, two arrests. Uh, you know, what more is it going to be? He's like, I was never arrested twice. I said, yes, you weren't. But the cops were called. We were called by the police to come pick you up for a group of you guys, you know, congregating at a, at an area that you weren't doing innocent things. And another time with your now ex-girlfriend in an abandoned parking lot at night doing smoking weed or whatever, granted the police were very, um, appreciative of your demeanor and your behavior, but who cares? The fact that you're a, a good criminal, <laughs> you know, I would rather have a, a, a lousy um, person than a good criminal. And again, a lot of this has to do with the fact that he gets straight A's or most, mostly A's, maybe a B or so because he uses that as a trump card. Oh, I'm doing so well in school and with my family, this, that, and the other thing. So I'm getting enraged in a certain respect, almost feeding off of what he's saying to me as opposed to sticking to my guns as a parent, as an adult and being, um, somewhat rational. And I tend to be from an irrational family when it comes to punishment. It was more capital punishment, whack on the head, getting your room and that's it. But, you know, I held my own. And uh, my wife then later in the day had spoken, had spoke to him I think we uh, addressed some things, but I apologize for going on a tangent. But the point that I'm saying is that anger came out in me with someone that I absolutely love with all of my heart. And as a father of three, my love expands for all of my children, as well as my wife. But it didn't in that moment. And that's what we need to anticipate. We need to anticipate things that might set us off so we can be, pre- be prepared for it. You know, kind of like you're going to get into a car accident and maybe you brace yourself or you put your seatbelt on. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that is what I'm trying to, to drive home. So, moving on, um, Darren Daly today, some life advice from Oprah. One of the hardest things in life is to learn which bridge to cross and which bridge to burn. And that was well stated from Oprah Winfrey. And again, the bridge could be bridges, plural, to burn or to cross. And Darren Hardy elaborated a a bit with Steve Jobs. You know, when he went back to work for Apple in 1997, he said, you know, the company was about 90 days away from being insolvent. Who knows if it really was, but, you know, nonetheless, there were some problems. And what it boiled down to is there were too many options to choose from as far as products. So he developed basically a four-square rule and said if anything fits in this box, we keep it. The rest, we chuck it away, which turned out to be chucking away 340 products that they burned, so to speak. Um, You know, he said focusing... Is about saying no you've got to say no and when you say no you tick people off you know there, there's gonna be some hurt feelings and some angry workers customers vendors who, who knows but you need to focus on that and focusing at times is not about willpower but courage You know, and Apple was great at executing, but it was executing on the wrong things. You know, can any of us relate to that? You know, which bridges will we cross? And which ones will we burn? And, you know, I have really have been... Singing, not so much burning, some friendships that have been difficult for me to do, but I don't think it was getting me where I needed to go, at least mentally, uh, at 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 this time, and that's been hard for me uh, to to do that, but you you have to have some sacrifice, and. The bridges that I'm going to cross, um, two are going to be difficult, perhaps for my wife to swallow. Okay. My husband's going off to be a professional speaker. Wonderful. How much money is that going to bring in type thing? You know what I mean? He's like, it's, I'm going off to be an actor for crying out loud. Uh, it's about the, uh, difficulty to, to be a prominent uh, speaker, but if it's a passion, Of mine, then income doesn't matter because I'll make it happen. And sometimes when we're passionate about going in a particular direction, sometimes we get brought off course, uh, which we think is a bad way, but may lead to a more profitable aspiration, if you will. So just keep that in mind as well. You know, when you focus on true goodness and you act on it, the goodness comes back to you. In other words, helping others will eventually help you if you're doing it with the right intention. We need to fight resistance. What does that mean? Hitting the snooze along Eating food we know we shouldn't. Spending maybe too much time on social media when we should be working. Kissing your spouse instead of walking away angry. Another word for that is swallowing your pride. And reprimanding your kids instead of engaging with them in a discussion that is um, a rational discussion if that's possible with a teenager (laughs) Um, good health that's not something we can buy folks however it can be extremely valuable savings account and that's for sure You know, sometimes we don't think about our health when it's good. But when it's bad, that's all we think about. And finally, knowledge plus experience equals self-confidence. Now, let me tell you, I have no problem getting up on stage and speaking to thousands of people. However, there's really no experience there. So there can be a self-confidence potential issue. Knowledge, if I don't know what I'm gonna say, you can't go up there and just wing it for an hour or whatever amount of time I'm allotted so you need to come with some knowledge, an a agenda, if you will, and believe on what you're presenting, whether it be on personal development, mental health, healthy mindset, any of those things. So I um, was kind of on a soapbox today. I, I apologize. I ranted and raved about my middle child, but I plan on checking in with you tomorrow, hopefully with good news And in the meantime, be well, stay well, we'll talk to you soon.